Okay, Daf Lamed. We're five lines down. Amar Vasi, Amar Rav. So the Gemara yesterday had brought uh, the different Kavachimers that we learned out to learn out Shlishi, or maybe uh, by Truma, and to learn out a Kavachimer to make Vi'i by Kodshim. Lamaisa, this was all fo- focusing on the Shitas Rabbi Kiva and the Mishnah. Rabbi Kiva actually learned out from the Pasuk of Yitamah that you can even have a Shlishi by Chulin from a Pasuk Mamish. Says the Gemara, though, that's not so simple. Amar of Asi Amarav, Vamilo Amar Rabba Bar Ben Isi Amarav, whoever Bashem Rav, the Remeyer, Rebbe Isi, Rebbe Yeshua, Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Eliezer, which are basically all the Talmidim of Rebbe Akiva, they all argued and they all said that no, it's not true. Kulu Svirlu Dein Sheni Oisashli Shibachulin. That there is no such thing, even though Rabbi Akiva the Rebbe had learned it out from Shlishi, from the Pasuk, even by Chulin, they argued and they said, no, by Truma we have a Shlishi, by Kachim we have a V, differently Mudim, but by Chulin itself, by Meister Shani as well, there is no Din Shlishi. Now what's interesting is normally in Shas, when we have a list like this, we have this, you know, quite often, we have a whole bunch of Tanayim hold a certain Shita, normally it means they hold that Shita, but we don't. Normally, it's a sheet of shachat. There's a bunch of tonight that have a sheet of shachat. Here, it's the opposite. This becomes the mainstream sheet moving forward in Shas. And the Akiva sheet is, is on the side. So what a, let's go through each Tana. Remeir. Where do we see Remeir holds? There's no din shlishi by Chulun or Maestro Shani. This is not. We have a Mishnah in Masech Tasparo. Anything which requires washing hands or being toivel in a mikvah, midderabbanan, which is, as Rashi points out, stamiyadayim are considered tamay, someone who goes into mayim shuvin is considered tamay, someone who eats dvarm tamayim is considered tamay, but these are all tumas midderabbanan. So then, what is the status of them? The status is, as we always say, stamiyadayim are shniyos. So all these Tumadurabanas that they applied have a din of a shani. So if they have a din of a shani, how does that affect other things? So is So if it touches something kachim, that kachim thing becomes a shlishi, which we said is tame, meaning it could make a ravi. Upaiso is a truma. If this person touches or eats truma, so it makes it a shlishi, which is possible. But umutur bechulin b'mais, the remeir says beferish. They're totally mutter, even though his body is considered a sheni. He's totally mutter to eat chulin, of course. But even meiser sheni is mutter to eat and to touch, no problem. So you see clearly, according to remeir, that sheni is ina oisa shlishi by chulin and by meiser, because according to Rabbi Kiva. Even the meiser over here would have a din of a shlishi if he touched it or ate it, and you'd be in trouble. Chachamim oisr me'maiser. The chachamim argued at one point. The chachamim agreed to a mayor that sheni is not oisr shlishi. The chacham just said we have a chumra that you cannot eat meiser sheni when you are tamei sheni. You could touch meiser sheni when you're tamei sheni, but you cannot eat meiser sheni. It's a special chumra that we did for the meiser sheni. But the chacham also agreed to the same point. And if we, it's actually as Rashi points out, it's not just a mayor. So Mayor and the Chum both agree that by Chulin and by Maisa there is no Din Shlishi, it stops at Shani. So that's clear. Next one, Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Yaisi is our Gemara. Because remember, Rabbi Yaisi said in the Sheet yesterday, a Kavachaymer to teach me that you can have Shlishi by Truma. And then we also had a Kavachaymer based on that to make a Ravi by Kodshim. So Rabbi Yaisi had the Amrin. So based on that, what we already said from Yaisi, it's clear he holds Chulin and Meiser is only a Shani. Dim Isa, because think about it, if really Chulin and Meiser, like Rabbi Akiva, could be a Shlishi, then based on Rabbi Yaisi's Kavachimer yesterday, Truma should be a Ravi. And then based on that Kavachimer, Kachim 
should be a chamishi. Right? Isa leisi levir betruma v'chamishi b'kaidish. And the Gemara doesn't say it here, but the Gemara a few other places in Shas says, and we never find anywhere in Shas any Tana who says there's such a thing called a chamishi. So therefore, sorry, the Gemara asked it as a kasha in the Mechanias Kankoinim that it should come out according to Bikiva that it should be a chamishi. We never actually find the Tana that says that. So he doesn't hold that he's Kavachimers. You have to work out exactly what he holds. But we never actually see someone who says it. And therefore, says the Gemara, Rabbi Yaisi, who learned the Kavachimer that true is a Shlishi, he must hold that Chulan and Meiser only goes to Shani. And therefore, that would be, again, like we said, not like Akiva. Rabbi Yeshua, this not. We have a halach here based on the Gemara and Shabbos. The Gemara and Shabbos talks about the, the different gzeris that they made. And one of them was that when you eat something that's tamay, even though food is not normally meant tamay a person, but when there are bonnet, if you eat a tamay food, we consider you tamay as well. Gemara and Shabbos has different reasons. Maybe because we're afraid you're going to put food in your, tar food in your mouth with the tamay food. Different as far as the Gemara says over there. What level of tumah do you get if you eat tamay food? So Mishnah says as follows. The son, Rabbi the Ezra, if you eat food that's a Rishon, we consider you a Rishon. Shani, Shani. If you eat food that's a Shani, we consider you a Shani. Shlishi, Shlishi. If you eat food that's a Shlishi, we consider you a Shlishi. Simple. Rabbi Yeshua Aimer, Rabbi Yeshua says a little different. Rabbi Yeshua says, If you eat Rishon, so you go one darga down, you become a Shani. If you eat Shani, though, you don't go one darga down, you remain a Shani. Why? So Rashi explains without getting very much into it. Rashi is the more over there explains because a Rishon can never make another Rishon. Rishon always, when it touches something, goes down a darga. Shani could, at least for the make another Shani. Because if Shani touches water, that water Water becomes a Rishon, and that water which touches something else can make a Shani. So in theory, Shani can make a Shani. So he learns over here also, when you eat Rishon, you become a Shani. But if you eat Shani, you also become a Shani. Shlishi. If you eat something that's a Shlishi, now obviously we have to think about, wait a second, what does that mean you eat something that's a Shlishi? What are you eating that's a Shlishi? That's going to be the focus of the Gemara. So if you eat a Shlishi, Shani B'Kaidish, we're actually more machmer on you, and we say that you have a din of Shani for Kodshim, that if you touch Kodshim now, you make a Shlishi and a Ravit. But the Ain Shani, the Truma, but this does not apply to Truma, this only applies to Kodshim, because by, for Truma purposes, a Shlishi is not really tummy, it's only possible on its own. What are we talking about here? What type of shlishi are we talking about? What is this person eating? So, Bechulun Shenasal Tyrus Truma. There's a new halacha. That, even though we've said till now that shlishi applies to Truma, and Ravi applies to Kodshim, but Bechulun is only a Dinshani or maybe shlishi, there is a special halacha. There's halacha called Chulun Shenasa Al Taharais Truma. There were people, sometimes Kayanim, could be even non Kayanim, who were makbid to eat their Chulun with the Dinim of Truma. And therefore, just like they wouldn't eat truma, no one's not eating truma that's a shani or a shlishi, they would also not eat chulin that's a shani or a shlishi. It's not a maker a din, there's a mahadrim and a mahadrim type of halacha. Normally it was kainim who wanted to avoid all dinay tumma altogether. So therefore, when it says someone eats a shlishi, he becomes a shani lakaidish, we're talking about where he's eating a shlishi of chulin, shenasa altairais truma. Focus on that word, altairais truma. And that's what the price says, and that's the Nakud over here. If you sure and be Eliezer argue about what level you get when you need a Rishon or a Shani, but by the Shlishi, everybody seems to agree. Says the Gemara, Altairus had Truma in. Now, our Girsa is Altairus HaKodesh Loi. Rashi changes that Girsa from Altairus HaKodesh to Altairus Chulin. But either way, Rashi says, either Girsa you could get away with. The Pashup Shad is Rashi says that if, oh, this only applies a Shlishi if you're doing it a Chulin Shanas Altairus Truma. 
If it's not Altairish Truma, then it's clear from this Brysa that Chulun does not become a Shlishi. It's only Chulun Shnas Altairish Truma become a Shlishi. Rashi explains it to Girs of Argomar when it says Chulun Shnas Altairish Akkadish is because there is no such thing as Chulun Shnas Altairish Akkadish. It doesn't exist. And even if you try to be machmer like that, you're just butler died to Eitzel Kaldam. There is no category in halacha called Chulun Shanas Al Taras Kodesh. Nobody was ever machmer like that. Chazal never expected you to do it. So therefore, Alma Kasavar ain't Shani Yasser Shlishi From the fact that the Brysa is explaining that the only way you could have a Shlishi over here is a situation where it's Chulun Shanas Al Taras Truma, Mashbachulun regular or Maisar Shani regular cannot be a Shlishi. So again, we see in this sheet there, Rabbi Yeshua, that there is no Din Shlishi by Chulun. Rabbi Lazar, where do we see Rabbi Lazar? The Sanya. Rabbi Lazar, Reimer. Shloshton Shavim. These three state, these three types of things that we're talking about are all equal. Meaning, Harishin Shavet Kodesh, Ushavet Chulun, Veshavet Truma. Whether you're talking about something that was a Chulun Hektish or Truma, that brings Tamei Rishon. It's Metamei Shnaimu Paisalacha Bekodesh. So it can make a Rishon can make a Sheni and a Shlishi by Kodshim, and then a Ravi by Kodshim, which is the Pasul. Metamei Yechur Paisalacha Bekuma makes a Sheni and then a Shlishi, which is Pasul by Truma. Paisalacha Bekulun and a Rishon makes a Sheni. By Chulun. So you see clearly that Rulazar holds that by Chulun you stop at Shani, you don't go to Shlishi. Derek Agarach says, What is the other Shita? It's like we're bringing a Bryce over here. What's the other Shita? Who argues on this? So Rashi says, There is a Shita's Rabbanan who says that which you can make a Ravi by Kodesh is only when the all those Tumas that were the source of this Ravi were Kodshim as well. Meaning, if the Rishan was a Kudshim, then it could make a Kudshim Shani, and it could make the next Kudshim Shlishi and the next Kudshim Ravi. But if the Rishan and Shani were Chulin, then they cannot make Kudshim a Shlishi and Ravi. That's the Shittas Chachamim. Rabbi Dezer argues on that point, but either way, we see from this Brisa that there is only up to a Shani by Chulin, there is no Shlishi by Chulin. No, I think the same will be applied by Truma as well. I think by Truma as well. Rashi says the way by Kajim. I think it will be by Truma as well. Rabbi Eliezer, what do we see? Rabbi Eliezer, this is not. This is a very interesting halacha. This is halacha in Hilchas Chala. Rabbi Eliezer, I'm a Chala, and he tells us Menat Tahira Alatme. We have an issue over here. Rashi says you have to actually read the Mishnah before this. This Mishnah is Perik Bey's Mishnah Ches. We have to start actually from Perik Bey's Mishnah Zayin in Masechtas Chala. The halacha is as follows. The halacha is when you take Chala, so then you're supposed to take based on Takanas Chazal, based on how they learned the Pesukim, based on this and the Lach Mosh. We see it maybe one twenty fourth. One twenty fourth is the Shir normally by Chala by Chala that we normally. We give to coin. Not nowadays. Leave, leave nowadays out of this. In the Iker times when you had Chala Tahira and you were going to give it to the coin, you took off 124th of the loaf and you gave it to the coin. What if the dough that you're working with was Tameh? In which case, coin's not going to do anything with it anyways. So then we say you give him 148th. Okay, well, as much half of that amount, 148th. Okay, so now you're a Yisrael, and uh, you don't really care about Tum of Atira, so you have a solution. You're just going to be metame all your dough, and then you can give the Kayan less. Okay, that's a simple way, because I don't care if the Chal is tummy, what do I care? And therefore, I'm going to be metame the dough. But I'm not, remember, there's an Isra Daraisa to be metame Chala. There's an Isra, just like his Isra Daraisa to be metame Truma, there's an Isra Daraisa to be metame Chala. So you're not going to be metame the Chala after your Mafresh the Chala, you're going to be metame the dough before your Mafresh the Chala, and that's totally fine. So how do you solve this problem? So Chazal would say as follows. If it became Tommy B'shoigig the dough, then Enechanami would let you take off 148. But if it became Tommy B'mezid, we knas you, and you say you have to take off 124. That's what it said over there in, in the Mishnah and Mishnah Zayin. 
comes along Rabbi Eliezer over here and says, I have a different solution over here. I, even if we're telling you to take off 124th, you're still going to be giving the Kayan 124th of something that is Tameh. And he still has nothing to do with it. So I'm going to take you a step further. Theoretically, and we know you could do this by Truma as well, by Truma we know you, have, you could take, or you can have one pile, one pile that's Tevel, and a second pile that's also Tevel, and you could take all the Truma off one of the piles to cover both of them. Okay, that normally works. You could take one onto the other. However, there's a lot of call that has to be Minamukaf. Minamukaf says that Lechatchila, at least, when you take Truma or Chala, it has to be from something close by. You learn it from Sukkim. Can't be I'm taking off Truma here. For, I'm not supposed to take off something Truma here for something that's on the other side of the city. You're not supposed to do that. It's supposed to be Minamukaf all here in front of you. By, when you have two piles, one is Tame and one is Tar, that by definition is Shalom and Amukov. Even if they're physically next to each other, it's by definition Shalom and Amukov because you always want to make sure that those two piles stay separate and those two doughs stay separate because one's Tommy and one's Tar. Says over the Yezer, I have a solution over here for how to take off this Chala 124th Bittahira and make it Minamukov. How do you do this? It says realizes as follows. Realizer, you have one dough that you made to me on purpose. We knas you now. We tell you, go get a second dough, that's tar, and take off challah from the tar dough on both doughs together. But you have to be minamukaf. So how do you do that? Ketzad. Do you take off challah from the tar one that had not yet had challah taken off yet, of course. Then but... Before that, you take another piece of dough. It's not clear from the Gemara and from the Rashi and from the Farsh Mishnayis whether that dough is from the Tahar dough or whether that dough is from the Tame dough. Rashi over here seems to learn that the dough you're putting in the middle to connect them is from the Tahar dough. You'll see why in a second. And you do that. So what do you do? You take a piece of, of dough. That, now, it's very important here to keep the shirim in mind. You take a piece of dough that's less than a beitzah. And you put that between the two doughs, the tar dough and the tummy dough, which basically connects them. It's touching both of them. It's separate, but it's touching both of them. So now you've connected the tar dough and the tummy dough. It's all considered minamukaf. It's all considered one dough now. And now you could take off the 124th from the tar dough on both doughs together. And therefore, you've yetzi mitzvah chatchila, and you take off the, and you're giving now to the kain tar dough. Now, the question is that piece of dough that you put between them, what is its Tumavatira status? Because remember, one dough is Tameh. And this little piece that you're putting here, Lechar is also becoming Tameh. Now it's touching it. Assuming that it's touching it, obviously that's the whole point. So it's going to become Tameh. Midrabanan at least, but it's going to become Tameh. So the Remiliezer says, we don't know why yet, Remiliezer says you pay, that piece of dough should be smaller than a beitza. Smaller than a beitza, right? Pach, hold on, let's see. Chachamim Oysim. The Chacham disagree with this whole idea. The Chacham say, no, 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 no. We don't want tar dough next to tummy dough and chala that's going to be tar next to dough that's going to be tummy. You're asking for trouble. Forget this whole business. Just stick to what you were doing before. Take off the tummy dough 124th and give it to the Quran. And that's the simplest way to solve the problem. So, so far we've seen Shittas and in the Mishnah. The Belezer in the Mishnah says you should put a dough to connect them that is less than a Beitzah. However, Vitanya, we have a Brisa, which seems to say a different version of Rabbi Eliezer. The Brisa says, Biki Beitzah. The Brisa says you don't have to use a piece of dough that's smaller than a Beitzah. You can even use a piece of dough that's bigger than a Beitzah. 
piece of dough that is bigger than a beitza, even if it's large. What's the issue over here? Says the Yasavrua. So we assume, we assume that the, the dough that's tummy is tummy to Masrishan. And we assume, this is an interesting issue we'll talk in a second, but there is a sheet that says something which is now tevel for challah, and will eventually part of it become challah, actually has dine challah and truma as well. If that's true, then dine shlishi apply. Remember, just like shlishi applies to truma, shlishi applies to challah. Challah is a form of truma. And if you hold that chulin, which could part of it is tevel, and will become truma or challah, has a din of truma or challah, then it can become a shlishi as well. So let's assume that that's not true for the moment. Okay, So savrua. We assume I divide the bidui The first piece of dough is tamei rishon. V'chulin atbon lechal lavka chala tamei differs dough din shlishi. So my lavka kamifigi. So here's the machlokes. You know what the machlokes is? As follows: The mar savar ain sheni oisar shlishi v'chulin. We're dealing here with all chulin dough. Remember, it's all chulin dough. The first piece of dough that's tamei is tamei rishon. Even if that middle dough becomes tamei, it's only going to become a sheni. And then, if you hold that the next piece of dough is chulin, it cannot become Ishlishi. In which case, let the middle dough be a member. Let the middle dough be a beitza because, as Penny pointed out, the halacha is that food is not metame other food unless the first food is at least the size of a beitza. If it's less than the size of a beitza, it can become tame, but it cannot pass on to me. So maybe over here, that's what's going on. That, if you hold that there's such a thing, uh, if you hold that the Chamim hold, I don't want to deal with this at all. Chum say, maybe it'll pass on the Tumah. I don't want to get involved. Rabbi Eliezer of the Brisa holds, you could use a big piece of dough. Because worst case scenario, that piece of dough becomes a Shani, it's not going to make a Shlishi. So we see clearly, according to that explanation, that Rabbi Eliezer himself holds that Chulin dough cannot become a Shlishi. And that is another riot to Arshita. What does Rabbi Eliezer in the Mishnah hold? Rilezer Mishnah holds you do need Pachas Mikabetza. Rashi says Rilezer in the Mishnah probably holds, not clear, probably holds that we don't want to have any extra tumah here by large pieces of dough at all. And therefore we prefer you use less than a beitza so that the less dough we have that's tummy is better. And therefore a dough the size of a beitza is considered chashav. We prefer you use smaller pieces of dough. But he agrees in the concept of both versions of Rilezer agree that that last piece though was never going to become Tamei anyways because Hashani is never making a Shlishi by Chul. So that's one explanation. Says the Gemara, let's see it inside. That's a nice explanation of this sheet. I can explain it other ways. It could be Everybody agrees. There's no Shlishi. But the issue is, the question is, is this chulit? If you have dough, which is tevel, and part of it will become chala eventually, do we consider that chulin and it only goes to sheni? Or do we consider that already like chala or truma, and it has a din that it could become a shlishi? And therefore, I don't want you putting any dough between these two doughs, and then the, the rishon makes a sheni, and the sheni would make a shlishi. And therefore, it will never become a shlishi. So that's another explanation of what this machlaikis is. Everybody holds. It's not chalot, cannot become a shlishi. So what's the issue? Why not put a piece of dough in the middle? Stop a question. Do we want to allow you to take that extra middle piece of dough and make it tummy? 
Why should we create more Tumah in Eretz Yisrael if we don't have to? And therefore, you could, and remember, it's not to, everybody agrees, we don't want things becoming Tumah in Eretz Yisrael. Over here, we have an overriding factor. We're trying to knas you because you went ahead and went Tumah this dough on purpose. So the question is, what is the, what is the factor that we take into consideration? This one never says no. Even though we want to knas you, we're not going to go so far as to tell you to make things Tameh, because we want to avoid Tumeh and Eretz as much as possible. So one says yes, and one says no. The other one says you can go ahead and do that. And again, as Rashi says, Rabbi Lez in the Mishnah would hold, you want to have it on a smaller piece of dough, not on a larger piece of dough, so you're just less, less Dover Chashim. But either way, so we clearly see at least... Four out of these five Tanoim clearly hold that a Shani does not make a Shlishi by Chulin. Yeah, but the Yezer, Lechaira, holds that as well, although we have different explanations of exactly what the Yezer is holding over here, but he at least could hold that as well. And therefore, that seems to be, the again, the, the Shita that we use in most of Shas, is that a Chulin or Maeser Shani does not become a Shlishi, rather it stays a Shani like these five Tanoim. Another halacha we learned in the Mishnah that Rabbi Kiva was derish was how to learn the psukim by Tchumen. It says by the Ari Leviim, one pasuk says one thousand amas, one pasuk says two thousand amas. So Rabbi Akiva said that the Nakuda is one thousand amas is the the migrash around the city, and the other two thousand amas is referring to Tchum Shabbos, nothing to do with the city. Whereas Rabbi said no, Rabbi said that they're both referring to parts around the city. One is a part that you can plant stuff in. One is a part you can't plant stuff in. Rashi said it's sachakol two thousand. Not two plus one. Fine. What's the machlekes? It's very important machlekes in Hilchas Shabbos. Is din tchum Shabbos a din daraisa or is din Shabbos a din drabbanon? According to Rabbi Akiva, this pasuk of two thousand amas by Ari Levim is teaching you din tchum Shabbos daraisa even for two thousand amas. There's another sheet of the Shabbos that this tchum is not daraisa, but twelve meal is daraisa, much longer distance to walk. But we're leaving that out. But here we're talking about the two. 2000 Amos classic Tchum Shabbos. So if you hold it's Daraisa, that's Pshat in the Pasuk. If you hold it's Darabonan, then obviously that can't be Pshat in the Pasuk. The Pasuk must be talking about the area around the Levim. Another halacha we said in the Mishnah was, was how they read Oz Yashir. Tarabonan. Bye bye, Yahim. We have a price who explains it in more detail. They said Shira. The Pasuk says, Oz Yashir, Moshe, Venezuela, Oz Yashir, Oz Yashir, Vayyimru, Lamer. So we're going to focus here on two, two words we're stuck on. Who is the Vayyimru and who is the Lamer? So Vayyimru sounds like Moshe and Klai Yisrael, because it's Moshe, Oz Yashir, Moshe, Uvene Yisrael. So Vayyimru is going on, Lechaira, Moshe, Bene Yisrael. Although Vayyimru could be going on, just Bene Yisrael. And then what's Lamer? Lamer seems to be an extra word. It could just say Vayyimru, Ashiwil Hashem, Kigago, Sosvachai, Ramayim. What's the Lamer? So it says the Bryce like this. Vekeitzat Amrushira, Kigado Hamikaro Mikra Esahalo. Like a girl who reads Halo. That's what we said in our Mishnah. What does that mean? Vehein Oimim Acharav Roshe Prokim. The way you normally used to read Hallel was, is that the Chazen would say the capital Tillam, and everybody would say afterwards the word Hallelujah. And then for each capital ends Hallelujah. The Chazen would sing or say the capital, and everyone would say afterwards the word Hallelujah. That's how you read Hallel. And therefore, similarly, we did over here by Kriyas Yamsuf, meaning, Moshe Amar Hashem. 
The replacement for the word hallelujah in Az Yashir is Ashir al Hashem. So when it says by Yomru Lamar, that Lamar is going on the Shir al Hashem, as we'll see. Maisha Amriki Ga'a Maisha then said the next shtickle, and they answered Ashir al Hashem. And that went through the whole Az Yashir piece by piece. Maisha said his piece, and Kleiso responded just with the words Ashir al Hashem. That's Wamsha. That we already saw in the mission. Not like a gadol who reads halal, but rather like a cotton who is read the chazan. When you have a cotton who is the chazan, you have a problem. A cotton can't be mighty the tzibur, he's the chayv. When a gadol's reading halal, so he's reading the halal to you, you just respond with the halaluka like an amen, ashirah Hashem, same idea. But if a cotton is davening from the amud, a cotton is davening, can't be mighty you. So you have to repeat after the cotton everything that the cotton says. So therefore, v'hein oimer of kol mashu oimer, meaning ma'ishar al shir Hashem, ve'imer mashir Hashem, ma'ishar mekigaga, ve'inar mekigaga. So according to this pshat, Moshe said each sentence, and then every all of Klai Yisrael Lamar repeated that sentence that Moshe said. Second pshat, third pshat. Nechemiyar mekasefer a paris al shema beit knesses. It's actually not like that at all. It's like a sefer, or we would say nowadays like a chazan who's paris. Rashi says the word paris means to start. Who starts reading kriyshma? Meaning we have a chazan nowadays who starts who finishes paris of Yehava. He says shema yisrael, and then that's just a, sim- a signal for everybody to start saying shema yisrael together with the chazan by themselves. Shuhu and therefore they answer. So therefore Moshe ben according to this passage. Amazing thing. Moshe Rabbeinu said, Ashir Hashem, and Klaiso Lamar, as we'll see in a second how you translate the word Lamar, and there, once they heard that, they all started saying with Moshe Rabbeinu the Shira without having the words printed on a paper beforehand. They were all mechavim b'ruach hakodesh, all the words of the shira. It's something you could fake it when you sing along with someone a song you don't know, right? But all of Klaiso and all the words, right? They couldn't do that. They got it b'ruach hakodesh. All the words of the Yashir together. So therefore, Mike, if you, how do you learn the Psukim according to these different drushes? If we keep us over Lamar, when it says Lamar, Rayemru Lamar is a Milsa Kamaisa. Lamar means going on the next two words of Ashir Hashem. So Klaiso every time repeated Ashir Hashem. Lamar, Ashir Hashem. Lamar, Ashir Hashem. If we let them Ashir Glisi Savar, Lamar is called Milsa Milsa. Lamar means each Pussy. Each Pussy they said, they repeated. In Mechemia Savar, no, you read it totally differently. Vayomru is going Damar Kulubad the Adadi. Vayomru is Klai Yisrael and Moshe said it. Lamar is actually not Klai Yisrael, according to Nechemia. Lamar is the Pasach Moshe Beresha. Lamar means Moshe started, but once he started, they all followed along. Tan Rabbanim. They're going to say Shira. The even a young child, was sitting on his mother's knees. Vetinek, who's a younger child, Yenik Mishteimeh was nursing. Once they the kid turned his head. The kid stopped nursing. Right, this goes back to the one we had earlier that the babies were buried in the ground and the, the Malach and the Rabbanisham took care of them in the ground. Therefore, they, were, they had already seen the Shechina and therefore when they saw it by Yamsuf, they said, oh, Zeh, Keli Van Veyu, I know what this is. Shenemar, like the Pasuk says, Pasuk says until him, from young children, and, chi- and babies, Yasad to Oiz, that's where it came from. 
said even more. Even the fetuses said shear before they were born. Shenemar again the pasuk says in Tehillim the mekahalois baruch elokim Hashem mimekor Yisrael. And Rashi says af oisam shebemekor even the ones who are not yet even born even those people so it's not just the little children and the babies even the fetuses said yeah I guess they also would say Shira Hashem or Nechemia. Well, a lot of stuff for a few minutes. If I bring it, it's okay. Uh, good and shops.